Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. You ready? Let's go! You're in the zone, coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure he's clear. You never call me. You always pick the restaurant. What are you, what are, you are we married? I don't, I don't understand. Am I dating you? You hate people. Your wardrobe sucks. I do sucks. so what? My wardrobe? You're talking about my wardrobe? Yeah, put this wardrobe Look, look at you. I'm one of the best you're dress the worst, comics I've ever lived. You're the worst dressed person I've ever this, seen. You're comparing this? I can't this? even look at you. I get depressed. When are you going to die? The ability to apply to the You just... Don't will, you, will you please don't die? Well, Larry David got his wish. When art imitates life, sadly. Rest in peace, Richard Lewis. Passed away yesterday, 76, of a heart attack. And he he had, I don't know what was going on with him, but he clearly had had some other health issues outside of the heart deal. But uh, what a great comic, what a great talent, what a likable character. I can't tell if Richard Lewis is actually really likable. I just saw him juxtaposed next to Larry David all the time, and I thought, man, what a great dude. I need to watch Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, he was good in there. Very good in there. Latrine. It's an odd name. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll mic you on there. Thanks. Appreciate it. Chris Alley's here from uh, Rock and Roll Sushi. Oh it's God. a big weekend. Two yeah. Christi- Christians oh, and a yeah. Christopher. Christopher, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Three on one. That's it. <laughs> I whoop all y'all. <laughs> Not you, Chris, because you brought lunch. Uh, anyway, thanks for being with us. It's good to see you. Good to see you, fellas. Um, anyway, I was sad when I heard that uh, Richard passed, but, you know, he's a guy that's uh, he's been through it. He's been through it. I don't know what kind of ailments he had, but he clearly has had some issues over the years. Um, the statement came out yesterday from Larry David. It's just crazy, though. Again, nothing's off limits with these guys. So I'm sure if the shoe was on the other foot, you know, uh, Lewis would be laughing his head off about about all the good times he had with Larry David, too. Uh Larry David put a statement out yesterday. He said, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. And for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. He had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob. And for that, I'll never forgive him. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Always a touch of, uh, of humor in there. A little more from them. Again, this was a recent episode. I have better news for you. I'm leaving you in my will. I'm tweaking it, and you're in it. No, no, no. Don't, don't do that. It's done. You're in. I don't want to be in it. I have money. I don't need it. Give it to someone who needs it. When I die, I want you to know how much I care about you. No, I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to give it to charity. You're my best friend. You're getting it. No. I'm you're... making a Shermanette statement about the will right now. I'm sick of your historical references. If nominated, I will not run. If bequeathed, I will not accept. Well, I'm bequeathing. Well, I'm not accepting. You'll have to accept. Don't give it to me. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm I'm not going to keep a penny of it. You're hurting me. Thank you, but I don't want it. I'm giving it to you anyway, pal. Oh, my God. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they ad-libbed uh, just about all that is pretty amazing. I mean, think about the last few, I guess it's now four years since Bob Einstein passed as mm-hmm. well. You're just losing some pillars of that, that show. What's his name on the show? Uh, Funkhauser. Yeah. Funkhauser. He was Super Dave? Yeah, yeah, that's too. right. But two, two of the you know his best friends on that show. Yeah, yeah. And when Larry David dies, I think eh, no one will be sad. If I won't last, we will. No, I'm kidding. We will. Oh, he's genius. Anyway, uh, I went back and I watched. There's there's a huge compilation that somebody put up on on social media of all their interactions over the years on yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just was mesmerized listening to it, watching it today. Uh, it's so good. But anyway, man, I just appreciate guys that. And it's so effortless the way that they uh, they're able to do it. It's, it's pretty com- impressive. Comic genius, it really is. It is. And we talked about earlier too. One of our we didn't make it a question of the day, but have you ever been friends with somebody? Because this was a Lewis thing where he said LD broke him up with girls a couple of times. Like he's like, oh, you caused the end of this relationship. Then there was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this one. 
he uh his Lewis was out with this girl and they were they were leaving and she was kissing everybody goodbye and and David's like ah so she was offended and uh he uh so he makes up this story he's like yeah I had a cold sore or something or whatever but what actually had happened he had found out that she and uh, Lewis had been involved in some intimate activity in the car before they came into the restaurant where they all were having dinner together and so he's like I'm not kissing her and so uh then uh, they show up at his house and to Larry's house, and he's like, "Man, come on, apologize to her." He's like, "I love this woman. You're gonna ruin this relationship for me." He's like, "Come on, just tell her the truth about the cold sore thing or whatever." And he goes, "You know the." <laughs> and he makes the, the the motion of a hand to the face. He points to the face, and he's like, uh, he goes out there. and He's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I was gonna kiss you, but I heard that you'd done this to, to Lewis before you guys came into the restaurant." She's like, "I'm sorry, what?" And then she storms off, and she and he goes, "It's been five years. I was excited. I happened to let it slip. I'm sorry. I told Jeff about it." And uh, and he she goes well it's gonna be another five years now pal drives off and he's like what he's like this you point at the face I thought it meant the thing and he's like no cold sore he's like that story was made up but anyway I was like that's genius it's genius that's good stuff yeah. anyway uh, watch the episode it's way better than the way I described it all right I couldn't believe this when I saw this is as shocking as uh, Todd Jacoby going to Channel Four couldn't believe it when I read it this morning. Oh got to be big. Headline. Female psychopaths are surprisingly common. <laughs> you married boys better be careful. <laughs> but I was like, you don't say. Hmm, let me settle into this one. Tell me more. It's in the eyes. Always the eyes. Oh, anyway. I don't think it's fair because the majority of lunatics are depicted as men. And admittedly, there are plenty out there. Dr. Clive Boddy, an expert in corporate psychopathy, I didn't know that was a thing, from a university, is set to present his findings at Cambridge Festival. Sounds like a nerd convention. <laughs> Current estimates tell that male psychopaths outnumber females by roughly six to one, but he believes prior studies have failed to properly identify female psychopaths. Well, allow me. He says in large part due to solely basing profiles around criminal and male psychopaths. He says, uh, he posits the characteristics of female psychopaths are quite different from males. He also notes gender bias likely plays a role in underreporting as society tends to ignore perceived male traits when they're displayed by women. So what's good for the gander may not be good for the goose, it turns out. And that's really not fair. You go out there and march. You, you, you go out there and march for equality <laughs> on psychopaths and see what happens. Yeah. We are psychopaths. We're psychopaths, too. But you know who else is a psychopath? You. It really rings. I'll yeah. work on my chant. Yeah. That's, That's a banger. Yeah. Bite me. Uh, I know I'm a psychopath. I have issues. <laughs> anyway, according to his latest research, the real ratio of male to female psychopathy may be roughly 1.2 to 1, or up to five times higher than previously estimated. So there you go, ladies. It's science. <laughs> Could it be that men psychopaths are more dangerous? Yeah, I mean, women can typically do less damage. Just like the argument Pat Bradley made earlier about his mother not being a good security guard when people are trying to storm the court. I mean, good luck. She weighs 85 pounds. I mean, what's she going to do to me? But that that girl on Lover Stalker Killer, yeah, she was definitely... No doubt. Very dangerous. Very dangerous woman. Yeah. They're out there, buddy. They're out there. Okay. What else we got here? And, you know, like, what's the difference? Like... Psychopath and a crazy person. Like, how do you how do you differentiate? How do you get to the psychopath? I'm not a doctor. Echelon, psychopathy. I didn't know that was a thing. As opposed to just being a crazy person. I think that we're talking about the same thing. Are we? Yeah, I think if you call somebody a, if somebody's a psychopath, I would think that crazy person applies. But I think you can be crazy without being a psychopath. Yeah, I think you hit the crazy. Yeah, before. if you're just like you're walking around like you know with one sock on. <laughs> or the lady the other day, she might have been just crazy, or she might have been a psychopath, but she was trying to attack people naked the other day. Did you see this out in California? I think oh, it was. Yeah, all that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. hey, look, I don't mind if you stab me, but put some clothes on, lady. <laughs> so yeah. psychopath? Yeah, probably both. <laughs> I mean, she may have been having a, a you know I like mean, an incident, yeah, yeah. mental breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. If she would have had a knife. I think it's psychopath. Bare well, It's like the guy that jumped crazy. in the. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's a psychopath. The guy that jumped in the the, the thing into. The, the thing, the the the, 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 the tank, bass. the tank yeah. at um, Bass Pro Shop. Bass Pro Shop, yeah. naked, right? I don't <laughs> think that guy's a psychopath, but I think he was definitely crazy, or maybe just having a bad moment. Yeah, he mm-hmm. may have had a bad drug interaction or something like that. Hmm. Or maybe his wife pushed him over the edge. Yeah, substances don't count. I can't. Like, it's got to be. It's you got to be sober. I tell you and what, doing the substances is the problem. Is your essence, lady? <laughs> You're causing me to go nuts. 
I'm getting naked. And I'm getting in that tank. And it's all your fault. I feel him. I really do. I was in the pool. <laughs> oh, man. Poor shrinkage. <laughs> Speaking of women, this woman was not... I don't think she was crazy. I didn't really know her that well. We did end up going out as adults, though, a couple times. It was one of the greatest achievements of my life. When I was a kid, they had a talent show at St. Anthony's School. And there were these girls that did a Def Leppard thing. I can't even believe they let this go on. Clearly, the teachers didn't know about Def Leppard. I mean, it's like rock music. But it wasn't bad. Like, they didn't, like, drop F-bombs and stuff, you know, back then. Anyway, so this is a... uh, Pyromania was a huge album. It was a big deal. And she and her friends, like, dressed up in this Great Britain garb, and they danced and all this stuff. And I had a huge crush on this girl. She was a year ahead of me. Uh, Anyway, like, fast forward years later, I I moved schools, the whole thing. And then, like, eight, ten years later, we reconnected. I ended up going out with a girl. So awesome. But anyway, I digress. The story is (laughs) Def Leppard's announcing Pyromania 40. Because if you weren't sure you were old, I'm going to tell you about it now. I was wondering how you were getting (laughs) back to whatever story you're about to talk about. I'm 10 years old when this thing came out. 10 years old. 1983. I remember it like it was yesterday. Kate Canale and her friends up there dancing to some Def Leppard. But I'm telling you. I, I think that may have been the day puberty that started. Was it. That was the moment. Yeah. That was the moment. I wasn't yeah. 10 when it happened. Yeah. I was in, uh, how old are you in fourth grade? Yeah, I was about 10, I guess. I'm like fourth grade. She's in fifth grade. Oh, I, no, I was in, yeah, that's right. It's about right. Oh, man, I had to thank for this girl. She was great. Anyway, she kind of looked like Princess Diana. Beautiful girl. Anyway. Hope she's doing good. Anyway, so? they're doing a, uh, a four-CD release. Here's the other thing. Our friends Cliff and Susan left a CD here. They were on the morning show the other day. I'm like, who's buying CDs now? I'm like, well, don't we just download everything? Do people want a physical copy? My and if, if so, don't CD player. That doesn't mean you're buying them. When's the last time you bought no, a CD, I'm not buddy? Buying them. Is, there one, is there one in your CD player? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which, what, what is it? What's in well, it? Well, it's a buddy's band. It's Pyromania. No, it's not. It's a buddy's band. Okay, that's cool. But, yeah. So, uh, but I'm like, you know, everything's online now. I just figure you download stuff or listen or online. It. I yeah, do Spotify. It's either like stream or vinyl. That's the only thing that are selling. Yeah, vinyl, for sure. I get it. But CDs don't sound special. People, who, We just found out the other day people are still producing cassette tapes. Who's buying cassette tapes? Don't you have a CD no. collection that's massive still? I do. It's yeah. huge. But I'm like, maybe someday people are going to want them. If anybody tapes. wants to buy a bunch of old CDs, I, think, I got them. I think the cassette thing, thing was a memorability thing. I, I think guess. You don't, you don't actually listen to them? Yeah. I just no. have them. I put them up on my wall. I'm yeah. pretty sure cassette tapes and plastic are pretty valuable now. It's insane. Well, CDs are going to come around. I'm going to be rich. There you go. I just paid 15 bucks for them. They got no be scratches. Worth a lot no scratches, right? Oh, buddy. Who needs a 401k? I've got a CD collection. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Beanie Babies. It's going to be big. We had a story yesterday of, uh, and again, they were open and it had some Wayne Gretzky's in there, and they're worth a bunch. But like, there was a case of uh, of hockey, a case of hockey cards that had been unopened. People sold it at auction. Nobody knew what's inside for three and a half million bucks. But a one Gretzky rookie card is worth like up to a million dollars or around a million dollars. And they thought there might be 13, 14 cards in there. Not to mention everybody else that was in the league. So, I mean, that's I mean, it's a bird in the hand, not in the bush, as we talked about the other day. So, it is what it is. People right. can spend their money how they want, but if you're spending $3.1 million on unopened hockey cards... you got too much money. Can, you pl- can I just hang out with you for a few hours and just yeah. give you my plight? Well, the thing is, if there's four Gretzkys in there, you made money. A good, mu- a good chunk. And they think there might be 14 of them in there. Oh. So, okay. I don't know who else's card is in high demand from that era, but anyway. No Mark Messier's? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, boy. D- I'm glad DJ's not here, because we've had debates about Billie Eilish. How do you guys feel about Billie Eilish? I'm indifferent. Fine. She has yeah. some, she has okay music, she has music, but it's not. She sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it this way. She sucks. She's a whispering clown. And her little brother makes great little beats. I think it's her older brother. I think Phineas is older. I don't care. It's, it doesn't matter. But okay, thanks for the clarification. I don't ever listen to her music. I don't no. ever look it up. And, and then I don't know DJ keeps... And I, so I heard her latest song the other day. She's whispering the whole way through it. DJ's like, ah, she does more than whisper. She's got a great voice. What? So, anyway... She's going to perform at uh, the Oscars. Whoopee! She's going to do her Barbie song, I would assume. She has a Barbie song? Yeah. I did like That's the James Bond won. song she had. That's what she won uh, the uh, Grammy for. I just found her full name. What is you it? know what her full name is? William? Full name? Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Pirate? I think Baird. are hippies. Billy? Wow. It's, it's five names. One, two. You smoking yeah, dope over there. Look Billie up, Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Look up Madonna's full name. I think she's got like nine names, too. Really? Yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. It may just be like... That sounds right. Something Chicone, I think is her last name. 
Anyway, Ryan Gosling's going to perform too, for sure, his Barbie song. Three names. What is it? Madonna. Yeah. Louise. Ciccone. Louise. 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 Yeah, Louise. You know, you would have thought Madonna was a stage name. That just seems like something that wouldn't be a real name. Today I learned, just now, I I thought it was a stage name. Didn't realize it was the real thing. There's a couple of pejoratives that I could throw out there as her stage name, but I won't because I have too much respect for her talent. Uh, Becky G is also going to perform, so that's why I brought this up, partially. Uh, Can anyone help me on this? She is a uh, Latina artist. Becky G will perform The Fire Inside from Flamin' Hot, which I did not see, but I would like to. The story about the man who created the... the hot Cheetos. Allegedly. Yeah. The janitor? Yeah. yeah. And, hey, listen. He may push him up, but he knows what he likes. Hey. Look how good it worked out for Matt Damon in that movie. That's right. Genius. Becky G is like Bad Bunny to us. We just don't, we don't hear the music because yeah. we're not in that circle, but it's very I tr- popular. I try to flip over to the pop uh, pop music once in a while on the old uh, XM when we're in a break or something. I mean, I listen to the commercials too, obviously, but, you know, or sometimes in the morning, you know, they're singing and I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well listen to what's actually popular. <laughs> so I pop over to the other guys listening, or singing rather. So um, I'm so out on pop music right now. Me I've, too. I've... I've Hit the uh, the beyond. You'll come back age. around. Really? Well, yeah, when your kids oh, get yeah, to yeah, yeah. 14, 15, you're going to know true. all the cool that's, stuff. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because like, I'd find this song and I'd be like, Maddox, this is really cool. He's like, Dad, they've been playing this on TikTok for a year. I'm like, here it is. Why don't you talk down to me, jerk? You want to walk home? I know, I know Miss Rachel. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you know I know Miss Rachel, Rachel, too. Yeah. Is that a kid's show? No, I, uh, I won't know any of these names you're talking about till I guess, if I'm not going to know till they're in high school or close to that. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to you in 2032. I guess Miss Rachel wasn't around when your yeah, kids Yeah, I guess your little... kids are a little older for Miss Rachel. Yes, so. I've never heard of Miss Rachel. No idea. She's extremely popular. Is it yeah. the chef? Uh, she has a YouTube channel, and she does like uh, content for children. Toddlers and, and young children. Although it is very wholesome, it doesn't seem... Oh, so she figured out the uh, what's the what's the niche? Who's the who's the other YouTube guy that's super popular? Oh, like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's similar to that. Yeah, the guy with the funky hat and weird clothes. Yes, Blippy. Thank yeah. you. So, so Although she basically said, it's, "Oh, it's, it's not way better than Blippy. Blippy sucks." I don't know Blippy. I've never seen Blippy. I just know Miss Rachel. Uh, uh, apparently, don't start. I was told <laughs> if you if you start Blippy, it's over. Yeah, Blippy's bad. Yeah. Okay. Christian, we don't have any any music in the system uh, that is sung by Jeffrey Bruce Atkins Sr. And I'm really disappointed about it. I looked at it. Who? It's not in there. He was one of the guys responsible for creating the Fire Festival. Hmm. Uh, so I, he was in one of the documentaries. I he also served time in prison for failing to pay taxes on three million dollars in earnings between 04 and 06. Oh, okay. What's his name again? Jeffrey Bruce Atkins Sr. You know him better as. Jaw rule. Uh, we don't have any jaw rule. I don't see any jaw rule unless it's under rule, comma jaw. I can I can do an impression. Hey, I can lips, Pretty good. I actually kind of like some of his music, but anyway, it turns out maybe he wasn't the best guy. Um, it's also Tyrese Halliburton's birthday. He's six today because of leap year. Mm. Ah, yeah, very nice. nice. Six birthdays. Very so nice. Yeah, twenty-four. Um, okay, so let's get to the movie, shall we? And I'm really excited about this. And uh, I'll play your open real quick, but i got to go right into the music. I'm so excited about this. I can't wait to see if you liked it. How old are you? Um, I'll be 40 this year. Okay. Have you, have you seen uh, The Greatest Night in Pop, the movie thing about... Curtis, no, I, I have not yet, but I want to. You're going to hear it's more about it next, so I want to do. It's on the list. Average Guy Movie Review with Chris Alley is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi. Why don't you get a job, Spicoli? What for? You need money. Uh, all I need is some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Founded on great food and rock and roll, with two locations in Little Rock, one in Benton and one in Conway. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! You Greek kid, not golfers! The little brown furry rodents! We can do that. Come rock with us. We Are the World is the song, and he was the co-writer on it, produced by some of the greatest minds in the history of the world. That group was crazy. Mostly, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. What was the guy's name? Um, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, thank you very much. (laughs) 
My brain's fried. That's Kenny Rogers. Anyway, uh, all right, Chris Alley from Rock and Roll Sushi. Talk to me about the greatest night in pop. It, it is an amazing story, I think. It is. I had no idea on the backstory. I, I had no idea how it came together. I never thought about the, the process and the challenge of getting all these super, super duper famous people yeah. in one room at one time. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild story. And like you say, you, you see the finished product, and then you don't ever really think about the operational logistical nightmare to get everybody there in the same place, same time for a long time to do this. And one and they have one night to do it. Um, the story was told in a very cool way. Um, obviously, everybody knows about the song. Um, I didn't know it was written by Lionel Richie and Michael together. Didn't I, either. I didn't know that, um, which is a cool story. And it's the good thing about this, everybody knows the song and like the, why they did it. But uh, the documentary does a great job of like a lot of behind-the-scenes footage that I've never seen. Same. A ton of behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, and there's a lot of artists there that I didn't really even put together that were there in that right. room or recognize. And you get to see them back in the 80s when they were like in their prime. Right. You know, I'm 40, so as I see these artists now, like as an adult, they're much older. So you're seeing like Cindy Lauper when she was Cindy Lauper. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I do have questions about like the arrangement and some of the choices they made about who sings when they sung. Yeah. But I mean, you know, looking back in it. They brought in the dorkiest looking accountant looking dude ever and he's like an, <laughs> yeah. an arrangement expert. Like the arrangement guru. They're like, And he's like throwing... You know, uh, note cards on the floor with people's names. He's yeah. like, "Oh, this would be a great juxtaposition to put them back to back." It is amazing. Like, there's Steve Perry. That's I think Steve Perry should have been the end. Yeah, not Bruce and Daryl o- Daryl Oates. Uh, Daryl Hall. There's Mike. It's it's amazing. Like you forget about how incredibly talented these vocals are. And honestly, right. like Cindy Lauper gets, she's known more for her sort of quirky ways, but her voice was. She could rip back in the day, dude. My favorite part of the show, though, was Waylon Jennings. That was hilarious. It's <laughs> just like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, there's a funny part there, some levity. but Yeah, w- Waylon Jennings literally walked out in the middle of the recording. He's like, this ain't for me. Oh, yeah. Sheila yeah. E. also. Yeah. She felt used. Yeah. They thought she felt like the she was just bait for Prince. So she's just she's like I'm out. Gotta go. This is after hours and hours of being there. I'm like yeah. I'm sticking around for the final product. Like I'm gonna get in the video at least. Yeah, it was a it was a wild story, uh, and they pulled it off and have raised a ton of money for. Uh, what I thought was kind of weird was a lot of the artists were there didn't even really know why they were there or what they were doing it for. Um, and didn't even really know what the final product was going to look like. Mm-hmm. It kind of, you know, it was it was wild. Uh, very cool documentary. Um, four sake bombs for me. I think that's exactly right. Good call. Thank you. Thank you. That's probably the most imitated part of the song. Because <laughs> they're like... I just he, and he looked so disinterested. Did look the he entire night. Out of his element. Yeah, he's like he was super uncomfortable. What is happening? Is that Dan <laughs> Aykroyd in the back? Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> part of this thing. <laughs> I don't. Oh I don't remember Dan Aykroyd being in the mix. Yeah, I didn't. That's what I'm and saying. And people are like, well, he was in the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Ghostbusters was huge right then. Right. And then okay, the, Bob, enough out of you. The other thing I learned. Is that Ray. Yeah, Ray, Ray who? Charles. Yeah. Oh, Ray yeah. Charles in it, yeah. The other thing I learned was... Ray like, and Stevie. Stevie. I saw Stevie. There's a great wisecrack in there, too. Yeah, and his just genius and how he can, like, just go and play stuff. And, like, I didn't... Re- I know he was, like, genius because he can play blind. But for him to be- pick up what he picked up, and he was kind of a troll, too, which is also hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there was some stuff that... And, again, the biggest thing for Quincy Jones is you've got not only some of the most talented vocalists, but some of those talented... Musicians, lyricists, you know, um, again, these are people that play instruments. I mean, so you got all those things in one room, and it's like you need to pe- keep the the creatives from being creative. I just, yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce? Mm-hmm. Wow. I just, you need to really, you, I need you to clearly are not yeah, familiar. Yeah. Like, I knew all the voices on there. Like, I could name every voice on there if we just played it from start to finish. Yeah. Like, Dion Warwick, you don't even know who the hell that is, I bet. Nah. I mean, yeah. I've heard of her. You know of her because yeah, she's yeah. uh she's Whitney Houston's aunt. Oh, there it is. Or aunt, depending on. I know she had the psychic hotline, didn't she? Have the sure did. Yeah, By the way, I I, 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 think, <laughs> I think I figured out how to differentiate between the two pronunciations, aunt and aunt. I was listening the other day when it's, they were debating. It's all regional. That. Yeah, well, maybe so, but when I refer to someone directly, that's Aunt Donna. That's right. Aunt so and so. But when you're talking about, oh my aunt, then I think you turn to more. Oh my aunt. I don't I know. I say I th- aunt, but I think it should be aunt. 
No, when you don't specifically it's, it's name qu- the person after, if it's just like a general term, I think you can use I'm, ought. I'm quite sure it's perfectly fine to say both if you look it up in the dictionary. Secondly, it is very regional. Yeah. It's a regional thing. I don't know anybody who uses both. Who uses aunt the most? Is it the north? Is it a northern thing? Eastern, northern, oh, okay. yeah. And the thing is, too, if you do use both, you're definitely on the psychopath list. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. Not what the I crazy use person. Now. What? I'm confused on what I use. I have you an, say ants or aunt? I have I a lot know. of ants. <laughs> I don't know. Now. I have an ant pie. We call our ant pie. Our name's Phyllis. I guess I say ant. Yeah, it's an ant. Pie like pi like three point one four. She's three point one four better than most ants I know. I also think it's an ethnic thing, like black people call their Aunt's aunt. Or, yeah, auntie is a thing aunt. you get some, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, she's Whitney Houston's mother's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. But I recommend Greatest Night of Pop. It is Netflix. so good. Yeah, check it out. It is really good. I, I was sitting there like, I was mesmerized. Listen. See I, what I, I did there? Ja Rule. I, I wa- Found it? I watched, nice job. I watched the trailer no, for that for that about you movie that you were trying to get me to watch? Uh, anyone but you. Yeah, and I came in that following week was like, I just watched it and I couldn't do it. And so I had questions about going into this, like, is there going to be another one of these? Oh, you didn't trust me. I, well, I mean, was I wrong about the last one? Uh, no, you were right about okay. that. Okay. Wait, uh, did you watch anyone but you? No. I did. The I spent $20 on it. Yeah. It's like, I am not watching that. That's a Sydney Sweeney movie, by the way. <laughs> I'm aware. And even she couldn't save it. Yeah. Was there uh, any, I would literally rather any have, of her inf- fame from Euphoria? Did it translate over to that very, movie? She's very, very attractive, and she's a terrible actress. Okay. Listen. And the guy from Top Gun, he's not my type of thing, but, like, he's a very attractive, handsome man. He's in very good shape. I don't know how you watch that trailer and think, oh, this is worth $20. I didn't, but Chris, it's a top five movie or weeks on end. It's made its budget back Trash. five times. I'm like, surely it's got something. <laughs> Turns out it's got Sidney Sweeney. Scantily clad through a lot of the movie. That's what it's got. And dude, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name from Top Gun? Whatever yeah, his name guy. is. Gwen Powell. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. I couldn't do it, buddy. No, it's just... it's, But it's good, though. Like Sometimes you, you, you don't know where the floor is until... You see it, right? Like, you don't know how good you got it. Like, you eat pizza, and you're like, oh, that's good pizza. It's pretty good pizza. It's pretty good pizza. And then you have one that's like, oh, my God, this is the worst pizza ever. Yep. Then you're like, oh, I get it now. All those mm-hmm. other pizzas I had, I thought they were just okay. They're better than that, and this was where it, it ends. This is where the bottom of it is. Every once in a while, you need to watch a bad movie. Or you a bad do. Show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't spend 20 bucks on it, but you yeah, should definitely I'm watch it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and where can you watch uh, Netflix? Netflix, okay. Yep. It's for it's I don't say free. It's free for subscribers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have Netflix, right? Nah, you know, somebody does. <laughs> somebody in a group. <laughs> oh, by the way, can I do this? We're one big family. Let me do this uh, formally and publicly. You are invited. We talked about it yesterday because F1 has a race this weekend. Yes. Mm. Uh, by the way, Max Verstappen won. I know they haven't run it yet. Um, <laughs> anyway, you are invited to come on the podcast next week with Zach and myself. We would love to get your thoughts would, on F1. I would be glad to. Okay, we're going to do it Let's next do week. Let's do it. Yes. So, it, it, it's an easy bet right now. Well, it, it's an easy bet on can you get a guy who's going to finish in the top five not named Max Verstappen because there's some money to be made. But Max, like, you have to bet $1,000 to win 100 right. for him to finish top five. You're, 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 that big of a favorite? You, you don't really bet on winner. Like, the more, like, like you talk about, Zach, the more fun bets are the secondary ones, yeah. not the winner of the race. It's who's <laughs> going to be the first one to retire. Uh, and you can bet on the driver, the constructor. I mean, there's a lot of different prop bets, I yeah. think, in this in this sport. I don't, more fun. Sport. I only watch the Ferraris. <laughs> That's it, huh? Mm-hmm. There's some drama there this year, too. We'll go over it. You can understand that my love is pain And how I'm feeling, babe It's just a woman's thing The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Sports Center. In college basketball last night, Arkansas State handled business on the road, taking down Coastal Carolina 71-60 behind forward Isaiah Nelson, 16 points and 12 rebounds. This was the Red Wolves' sixth win in a row. They'll go for seven in a row on Saturday when they take on first place Appalachian State for their final game of the regular season. In the SEC, fourth-ranked Tennessee won their matchup with 11th-ranked Auburn, 92-84, behind Dalton Connects, 39 points. Tennessee has a huge matchup with Alabama on Saturday as both teams are 12-3 in conference play. And tonight in college basketball, the Woodrock Trojans will try to continue a streak of their own as they go for their eighth straight win. They'll be hosting Tennessee State at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip is set for eight. Radio coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. TV coverage will be on ESPNU. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
the king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater, for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because Arkansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Tune in each week to Out of Bounds to hear from team captain Kendall Diggs. Omaha is the goal, and we're looking for a great season. Kendall Diggs is brought to you by Stephen Elmore with Shelter Insurance. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Stephen Elmore or give him a call at 501-537-0959. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. Claiming Social Security could be the most important decision you make in retirement. But how do you know you're making the most of your benefit? Join Genwell Financial Advisors March 5th at 6.30 at Chanel Event Venue for an educational workshop that will guide you through key factors to consider and how Social Security fits into your overall retirement plan. The event's free, but seating is limited. Reserve your spot now by visiting GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash Social Security. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Genwell Financial Advisors and IAA are separate entities from LPL Financial. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming presented by Barton's Home Outlet. Kitchens, baths, floors, and more. 100% employee owned. For me, the sun rises and sets with The Zone. Yeah. Yeah. We know how you feel. Don't worry. You're back in the zone with Justin Eckery and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. Uh, tomorrow we'll be at Oaklawn, and we get not one but two days with Chris Alley. The good news is, not only that, one one alley is great. Two alleys are even better. Mm. Jason will be with us also, and I'm assuming that Matt Bell is going to stop by, one of our co-sponsors from Origami Sake, and we will uh, look forward to talking more about the products from both Rock and Roll Sushi, Origami, and of course Origami is uh, basically the host for the International Sake Festival. Yeah. There's still one of a handful of breweries. In the United States, it's really a remarkably good story. Plus, you're using Arkansas rice with hot springs water, and it's right here in uh, in central Arkansas. It's really a neat thing. It's phenomenal. They're doing such a good job down there, and uh, I'm Matt Bell pulling this sake fest together and everything. I think it's really cool for the state, and I just hope it grows. Me too. And they want it to grow. That's the cool thing. Yeah. Speaking with their group, they're like, we don't we don't want to be the only one here. They right. want to make it a hub of sake. And it be makes, able to grow around hot springs in the surrounding area, not makes just a lot them. of sense. Yeah. I mean, the water, the rice, it's all right there. Yep. I learned too that there are people that over overseas in Japan that didn't even think that that kind of rice, and I'm, I'm not going to even <laughs> attempt to mispronounce it here, but the kind of rice being grown for this sake. Nope. <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> pulling an RJ. Nope, not doing it. And they didn't even believe that it was possible over here yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah. And what the Isabel Farms family was able to do to create it is... It's wild. Like, they consider it a marvel overseas where they'll come over and watch... And they'll come over and tour the farm just to see if it's even real. That's crazy. Which is cool. Yeah. Good job, Matt Bell. No doubt. Uh, visionary. Visionary. Um, let's see here. Are these real? 
Who's been reading these? Is eh, aren't popping up. <laughs> uh, the We Are the World documentary. What? What station is it on? That's why I asked. It's Netflix. 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 Netflix Stan. Signal and BB is down. That's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the antenna gonna be fixed? Very soon. Concert was at Barton Coliseum. What was? No, no context. I looked. Def Leppard, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, not when, uh, not when Kate Canale was doing it. I can tell you that much. It was in the basement of St. Anthony's grade school. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> talks to Billy Idol that, that way. Great. Says Richard. Uh, ja Rule is less than Ja Morant. Ah, ja Rule had a good run for a minute. He he was out there for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was hot. I mean, 50 he, cent. he would yeah, just yell Ashante's name into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, Ashante. Ashante was great. That was it. That was like his only job. Our for sure. He made a living off of it. Oh, that's so good. What is going on with the drawdown of water at Reservoir Park? I don't know. I haven't. I been think that was there. for uh, Mayor Scott. He, they were oh. when he was on. They were asking about that, but we ran out of time. I think somebody peed in it, and they have to drain the reservoir. Let me tell you what. I don't know what's going on over there. I'm kidding. But it is when you, next time you drive down Cantrell, if you're in the passenger seat and not driving, just look over. It is surprising how deep that thing is. I haven't paid attention to it. There's something half your intelligent comments that they came from the uh, from the Southern Structural Solution text line. You did not credit that. That's really really lame. Oh, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Water polo wasn't yours. No, I I credited he, him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. I said it was a four seven nine number. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was at the Razorback game when they beat Auburn. <laughs> when was that? Uh, they were number one. The U of A staff had ropes set up to let Auburn get off the court and get to the locker room. That's like, see, that seems easy. Chris, you were at the Vanderbilt game. I was. Uh, <laughs> who did you lose the bet to? Um, I was invited, thanks to uh, thanks to a good friend, Andrew Carroll, who's like, "Hey, why don't you come to the game?" This was two weeks ago. He's like, "I hate you. You want to go to the game?" Two weeks ago. No, no. And at the time, it oh, looked great. Rolling. It looked yeah. great. Hey, okay, Vandy stinks. Arkansas is getting better. Let's all go have a good time. And, uh, have a good time? Uh, we did have a good time, despite the performance or lack thereof of the team. And I'll tell you what, there was uh, just a few hundred of a, of us left. We stayed at the very end. We said, hey, if we're driving all the way up, we're going to make sure we stay for the potential comeback. Yeah. And then what happened? The most Arkansas thing in the world happened. They came back, but they not missed all the both way. Free throw, they yeah. missed both free throws. And then, then Lubin. That damn Lubin gets it. Oh, and you know what? Hey, the kid that uh, that came back and beat UCA when we were watching him in, in Nashville let him in points. 22 points, number five. Um, yeah. He's six feet tall, shortest guy on the floor. Yeah. Magnon? But he, yeah. No. Oh, a different guy? No. Uh, the, well, Magnon had a big game. He had 22, and he had 16 against us. Yeah, he, the was, Bears. he yeah. wasn't. The other kid was the X Factor, was Lawrence. Tyron Lawrence had 21. That was the piece. I expected Magnon to get his. He's he got one. his. He's yeah. a stud. Yeah. Uh, but Ty- Tyron Lawrence had 21 points. He pulled down five boards. He was 10, uh, 5 of 12 from the floor and 10 of, 5, 10 of 14 in the line. I knew how good Manuel was. He's the only guy I knew on their team, or the only one I can remember. Yeah. I'm to the point where Brazil's more of a liability than an asset on this team. Nah, he got six rebounds the other night. He finally rebounded. He actually He's hung the around the basket. the reason that we fouled at the end. I mean, he fouled that dude four, 35 feet away from the basket with his back to the basket. That four was a bad play. Left. On the, the shot, shot clock. I'll tell you what I noticed watching just... And he, he's not and the one that gave up the rebound. He did not give up the rebound. It was not on him. Who was it on? It was on... Uh, I think it was Davenport. Joe Klein called him out yesterday. Maybe okay. off the air. All Oops. Right. Sorry. <laughs> there wasn't, it wasn't Brazil. Okay. But there wasn't a lot of attention given to Brazil. Like, Mitchell was neutralized in the first half. And if you watch... They were collapsing on him, essentially saying, we're not letting this guy beat us. But the best streak of And so they put Brazil in. Was when they didn't was cover out. him. When he's out, we play better. Well, I hadn't seen him in so long. I don't know. But I was, I was just happy to see him pull down six rebounds. Because the last few games, he'd been getting like one more rebound than me. But they won like three out of the seven games he was out. Four of the Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's addition by subtraction. We also played some bad teams. We'll, well we played a bad team in Vanderbilt. Yeah, we we played and we lost. True. Um, so, one of the worst. Big Chief in Redfield mentioned LeBron. He said, well, do you think LeBron's son, Bronny, is under so much pressure uh, since he's not playing on the level of his dad? I mean, I guess. It's hard to win. One more time, what? He asked if uh, LeBron's son is under so much pressure because he's not been on the level of his dad. I was like, well, I guess it's hard to live up to any legend, right? It's hard to do that. I mean, I think he's like, Michael Jordan's team. kids. Yeah. They play collegiate basketball, yeah. and they were, I no, mean, no, Marcus no, no. was okay. But. Bronny is an elite young player. Yeah, he's good. Michael Jordan's sons weren't much better than me. I mean, the one kid was on the roster Marcus, in Illinois. Marcus was, no, but Marcus is younger and, one. He was a star at UCF. 
I don't really. Yeah, he was good at UCLA. He was star. good. Was he a star? He was the star. He was the best yeah. player on the team. I don't the get the people yeah. hating on Bronny. It's like he almost died in the offseason. Yeah. Can we can we yeah, remember that's that? True. No, he's like, a great player. Offseason under him, and let's see what happens. Under no circumstance did anybody expect him to be as good as his dad. But apparently, his younger brother is going to. Yeah, Bryce. Bryce has, looks really good. Yeah. Let's um, not put that on him. I mean, the younger brothers typically are better. And then. Whoa. <laughs> and then he asked, what team will LeBron James mostly be remembered for? Uh, I mean, it's either Cavs. It's Cavs, right? Should be. Cavs and Heat. Heat. I mean, Cavs Heat's the first one that comes to mind, but the Cavs championship was amazing. Yeah. But that was Kyrie's. He played the most years of his career with the Cavs, and then you got the success with the Heat. So it's either one of those. But he did the thing with the Cavs that hadn't been done up until that point. Yeah. So. Unless. What? The Lakers have a magical run this year. <laughs> True. They played well last night. Yeah. In the fourth, at least. They're in the mix. Better late than never. In the mix. And they're the Lakers, so they'll always be with They're them. not really in the mix. Nah. They're, they're in the mix. It'd be an incredible... closer to the sixth seed than they are out of the playoffs. They're, like the, so. they're like the 12th pick, I think, at Oklahema to win yeah. the NBA title. So yeah. I don't know In the I... mix. You know? Well, they're in the NBA, Chris. That's so right. If you consider that in the mix, yeah, you're right. I mean, for sure they are. <laughs> I don't think anybody's... Not his worst Lakers team. You go, you go ahead and put no. your kid's college foot on there. I'm going to skip it. Thanks. But you might be right. Maybe you're right. I um, want to remind you about our friends at Sanders Ground Essentials, and let's check it with James on the other side. Uh, Sanders Ground Essentials is here, and they're picking up new customers all the time, like uh, DJ Williams, for example. When he comes back, his yard's going to look so good because they're on the case. All he had to do was mow it and get the leaves up, and then they took care of it from there. So they will treat your lawn, and they'll treat it just like they would treat their own. I mean that literally. So if you want uh, somebody to go the extra mile, they'll do a soil uh, analysis. Make sure your lawn is getting exactly what it needs because not every lawn is the same. So get Kent and Kyle over to your place and put their two and a half, three decades worth of experience. I mean, when you look combined, forget it. We're talking like four decades plus. So anyway, get them on the the case. Make your lawn the envy of all your neighbors. 501-315-9395. It is Sanders Ground Essentials, online at sandersground.com. For those who push the boundaries and know no barriers, the wake-up-at-nooners and dessert-before-dinner eaters, the jackpot dancers and sequined pantsers, the risk-takers and heartbreakers, the hapless, the rogue, and the hopeless romantics. Our time has come. Play bold at the New Southland Casino Hotel, the Mid-South's premier gaming destination. Plan your stay at southlandcasino.com. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Woodrock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz, live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we have represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Office in Midtown Little Rock, 415 North McKinley Street, Suite 310, Little Rock, Arkansas, 72205. Gianna Missouri, licensed in Arkansas. CordellCordell.com. My doctor told me my cholesterol is borderline, so I took control with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula. Garlic helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste-free, and Garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with Garlic Healthy Cholesterol Formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz.
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Everybody thinks about Brewskies for watching sports or having a great night out. But what about Brewskies for lunch? Both locations open at 11 a.m. seven days a week with all your pub grub favorites, friendly service, kitchen all-stars are ready to serve you. Or, if you're not in a hurry, have a couple cold ones. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. too. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night now with two locations, downtown Little Rock and the brand new location in Lakewood Village, North Little Rock. Can't get enough of us on the radio. Follow us on Twitter at JustinAkry7, at DJ45Williams, and at CWeaver1037. All right, Chris Alley's here, Chris Kane is here, Christian Weaver, Justin Akry, and Wes Moore here from Out of Bounds. Coming up next, and Wes, you've been on a good streak lately. <clears throat> Very good, uh, good predicting, good, oh, good prognostication. Yeah. We well, were talking about Minnesota yeah. being the best cover team in America. Illinois kind of stumbling and fumbling around. Yesterday, they're hosting Minnesota as a double-digit favorite, and uh, they made it real interesting to the wire. Mm-hmm. You also tossed in that you got a tip that the over was the pick. Over's been hitting on both of those teams, and it wasn't even close. No. I think the over-under was like 165. They're almost 200 points scored. Yeah. It was it was a fun basketball game to watch, especially when you are, you're cashing in tickets. Yeah. Uh, today, we are going to talk high school basketball state tournament. It's day three of the tournament. Bill Ingram's going to join us. Uh, Eric Musselman just spoke with the media. Joe Franklin's back there busy cutting up some of those clips, and we'll get his thoughts on Kentucky and the availability of a couple of the players, Jalen Graham, Keon Minifield. They want to work Trevin Brazil in more and more in hopes that he can start playing better. <laughs> he was better in the second half. First trash. half, he was trash. trash. He was terrible. Trash. I don't, I don't like that term when you're talking about young men. He didn't play well. He was very bad. Okay. It stunk it up. What stinks? <clears throat> okay. Trash. <laughs> um, yeah. Also... He's a we, human being with feelings and a parent uh, or he's, two. He's just know? been a big disappointment all year. And then he when has. he comes back, it just makes it worse. But yeah. I'll, I'll give him this. Second half, when they made the comeback, he was a big part of it and played well. Except for when he decided to tackle the point guard from behind with four seconds left on the shot yeah. clock. That wasn't the smartest move. No, he made a mistake for sure. Uh, plus uh, minus was zero, I'd like to point out. Yeah, that was off, by the way, because I looked at halftime when it said he was minus eight, and I did my own math and looked up when he checked in and when he checked out on two different occasions, and he was minus 14. I don't know how they got minus eight out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus minus I'm second guessing. Anyway. I'm just it? stating the facts. Yeah, take, it, take it up with the box score. I don't know. What. <laughs> also coming up, you've got me uh, distracted. Um, we are going to talk. Oh, Richard Davenport joins us. And then we got Mikael Mitchell. Uh, Little Rock Trojans have a huge game tonight. And they uh, will tip off at 8 o'clock and uh, wide out at the Jack Stevens Center. They're hoping for a big crowd. Post-game show? <laughs> Why, you think because there's a post-game show late at night I should be hosting it? What time did you guys get off uh, the other night, uh, off the air? You know, that was a pretty fast show. It may have been the uh, fastest one ever. They okay. were trying to close down walk-ons, and uh, they had the worst loss, maybe arguably the worst loss of the year to Vanderbilt at home. Uh, there weren't a whole lot of people calling in, uh, except for L. Ellis. That was kind of the highlight of the night. Got L. Ellis to okay. call in. Matt Black insurance, Allstate. Thank you so much. Nice. Um, but that, yeah, that was the highlight. Muss's press conference was four and a half minutes. I mean, he Not took a, a couple. Say, huh? pl- no, yeah. and he got in. He got out. So we kind of got in. We got out. And I don't uh, think anyone like was a, upset. We were he, done by eleven forty-five. Nice. Yeah. He uh, seemed like a defeated man in that press conference a little bit. Who he seemed Muss. like? A, yeah. Duh. Like, um, somebody told me that uh, Central Arkansas Water is the one that's responsible for the reservoir, not the city. So, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and this person says they're replacing the gates on the intake at the reservoir, so that's the deal. Good to know. Justin, not sure if you've addressed this, but when will the antenna be fixed? You mean the transmitter? It'll be soon. Sorry about that. I know it sucks. Who's this Chris kid? She sounds hot. Yeah, she is. She really is. I don't know which one of you two they're talking about. <laughs> they're both very attractive men. Segment brought to you in part by our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. Award-winning sales and service and great financing options. Today's Leap Day. You get an extra day of great deals from the February specials at Guadney. That means under 3% on Silverado. That means great deals going on Equinox. Uh, and you can get it for under 25000 And the new tracks redesigned beautifully. You can get a good deal on those two for low 20s for a brand new vehicle. It's hard to believe. And they're still doing four months, no payments. I don't know how long that's going to last, but apparently it's still going on today. They've been doing it since 1957. You want more for your trade, great service, and just good folks to be around. It's Guadney Chevrolet. It's a no-pressure sales environment. So they're going to help you get what you want, and they're going to do it in a way that makes you feel good when you drive away. Not like, oh, no, I've been had again. I've driven away from a car dealership like that. You're not going to get that at Guatney Chevrolet. Go see our friends out in Jacksonville. It is Um, Okay. 
Wes, did you get everything in? Sorry. I think I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marcus says, Justin is 100% spot on. Billie Eilish is trash. Mm. And you can't That's make human out. Hey, yeah, wow. Come on. I'll chastise the guy woman. in a minute. You guys all kiss my ass. Can I finish, please? Uh, you can't make out what the hell she's whispering. She's awful. Yeah, don't say that. She's a human person. Okay? Give her a little bit of credit. And she's also a very successful artist. I don't like her music. I think it stinks. But uh, she's yeah, not trash. Stink. She's a nice young lady. Is trash? No. No. Okay. You just said stinks. Stinks. Okay. Yeah. What stinks? Trash. Yeah. Trash. I really hate it when you say that, by the way. It really does bug me. Um, why do you just poo-poo Jay's idea? Talking about Jay Billis. It's not kidnapping if someone runs onto a football field or baseball field. Are they not arrested? No, they're not. Is that kidnapping? And if you ticket kids on the court heavy enough and mom and dad have to pay tickets, I bet it stops. What do you think about that? How do you feel about court storming? I told the story when I was a kid. We went to a Texas A&M Texas game and it was uh, sold out. And they put some overflow seats on the track around the stadium, folding seats. And that's where I sat in these folding seats on on the grass at, at Kyle Field. Okay. After the game, big win. Texas A&M wins. Some of the students start coming out of the student sections, you know, storming the field. And I look at my buddy. I'm like, should we go? And he's like, I don't know. Will we get in trouble? And I was like, I think so. I think you can get arrested. And he was like. I don't know if we should go. And I was like, I don't either. And then, I mean, just thousands and thousands and thousands of people kept, and we're like, they're not going to arrest everybody. Let's go. But as a kid, that was in my mind. I thought, we'll get in trouble. Well, what if you did get in trouble? What if the students did get in trouble and there was something, would they still do it? What if you made the team forfeit the win? And I really, here's my yeah, thing. That's, that was one of the arguments I heard. Do you think you can cite a thousand kids? I guess you could try. You could try. I mean... be a long night. I got stopped with a 12-pack in my hand walking to a frat party one time when I was in college, and the cop's like, oh, you stop. And they were like, 12 of us. And he's like, start a right side. I just dropped the beer and kept walking. <laughs> it's hard to get it's hard to get everybody. That's right. You just can't yeah. be the slowest. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Joe I walked away very calmly, Chris, like I belonged there. <laughs> Joe and I were talking, you never see a court storming in the NBA. Never. Well, you don't see it in the NFL either. In professional sports, it doesn't happen. That's a good yeah. point. It can't happen. Because you would get arrested. You would get yeah. thrown in jail. There's millions of dollars. You could throw beers at guys. Well, and they try to arrest those people. They go back and look at the, the video, and now they, they do that. They go back, and they'll ban a, a fan from attending a game for like an entire year. For life? Years. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I never, it never occurred to me that they don't do that really in pro sports. It's interesting. I no. think because the athletes college are baseball. worth millions of dollars. Mm. You so, know, so are a few of the guys that are playing in college. Yeah. Not, NIL, not hello. James or something. Well, you're talking about the extreme. Okay, fine. And future LeBron James, though. Got to protect those guys. College baseball. There's no rushing the field ever in that. It's true. Let's no, change true. that. I, I think they should get rid of the dog. <laughs> Let's change that. I, don't I like, want to start a movement. They rush themselves. I don't like the dog pile. I think it's very dangerous. Oh, I don't want to be. A, yeah. That, I've been on the bottom terrifying. of one of those. It's awful. Yeah. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody's just screaming. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's trash? Dog piles. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Out of Bounds coming up next. If you didn't get enough of Chris Alley today, and I know I didn't, by God, we're going to be with his older brother who's not nearly as entertaining as he is. Jason will join us. That, those are your words, That's not right. mine. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, and Matt Bell, hopefully, too, from uh, Origami Sake. We'll be sponsored by both organizations, Manana. And there's a sumo wrestler who's going to get his tomorrow. It's the Central Arkansas Karting Complex, 49 Ricky Bobby Way in Bologna. Adult, cadet, and two-seater race carts that go up to 50 miles per hour. The track has 14 turns and nearly a mile long. It's time to go racing at the Central Arkansas Karting Complex in Bologna. There is nothing better than calling the hogs with your fellow Razorback fans. And now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per month. The financial support provides...